Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your humble hostess, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And I hope you all are surviving the deep freeze that's encompassing a lot of the country. I think it's on its way out now. Uh, it's pretty chilly here in the deep south. I think it was 22 this morning when I got up, and, and uh, it'll be cold again this evening, but then it's going to warm back up for us. And I'm very excited because my baby, Jonathan, is flying in from Los Angeles. He is in the air right now, and Tim and I are going to go pick him up about 10.30 tonight. So this mama is very excited, and uh, his fiance, Mallory, I think I've told you, is in vet school at Auburn. She's going to be Dr. Mal here in a couple of years, and there's several activities happening, big deals in the vet school for her. So he's flying in for them. So we're delighted we're going to get to see him so soon after Christmas. So I hope you all had a good week. We have a bunch of callers. So let's go ahead and go to the phones and see what kind of questions they have. And we'll try and get them some answers here. I believe our first caller is Amelda. Hi, Amelda. Well, good evening. Gosh, it's so fun hearing all these different people on the on the call this, uh, tonight. How How great is that? I know. The more the barrier, right? <laughs> That's my philosophy. Yeah, I know it. Where are you calling from? I am calling from North Carolina. And yes, right. it's uh it's we're on a freeze too. We've got tons of snow and and I you know, I, I just assume it go away. <laughs> <laughs> I I hear you girl. I tell people I don't do snow. <laughs> No, uh -uh. that's why I live in the Deep South, and that's why I lived in L.A. for such a long time. But my first job out of school was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I grew oh, up no in way. Ohio. And yeah. South Dakota made Ohio winters look like the tropics. So don't ever want to go there again. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't want to do it, so I don't. Yeah. So, got a question for me? Deal. And um, actually, there's two questions that are the, along the same subject, and the two might even be related. Okay. Um, and this is uh, regarding my horse. Um, his registered name is Firewater Will, and you've helped me before with one of my horses, and you were spot on with an injury that he had and was very helpful. So I thank you again for your help. Oh, you're welcome. Um, with, yes. And, um, you know, sometimes our... Uh, um, veterinarians and whatever, no matter how great their diagnostics are, because these poor animals can't talk, you know, verbally, it's, it's hard to know what they're trying to tell us, but they're always talking to us. Right. And my question is, recently, um, mine has started shaking his head um, yeah. periodically. And it's not when he's in a stall or out in the pasture. Um, it's usually when, you know... Um, 
I'm with him and doing something, and he's never done this before. And mm-hmm. he's just shaking his head back and forth, and like he's trying to tell me something is bothering him or whatnot, and, um, and I just uh, don't know where to go with it. Shaking his head from side to side, Amilda, like he's telling you no or up and down exactly. or what? No, up no, and down? Yes. No, 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 no. It's, it's like a no. And side I checked his ears. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, oh, you hear something in his ears? And I've looked in his ears and I haven't seen anything. Okay. All right. And going to the vet with a horse is a totally different equation than going to the vet with a dog or a cat, which can be expensive, but I know, I know, equine vet stuff is just nuts. Yes, and when it's something mild like this, it's just, it's nothing aggressive, it's nothing, you know, that big a deal, it's just, uh, he's just definitely trying to tell me something. Yeah. I actually, it was funny when you were telling me about it, I was having this vision of him shaking his head side to side, almost like he was saying no, that Mm -hmm. something like a little child would say no. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit and I'm going to connect to you in North Carolina. And uh, spirits vibrate faster, Amilda, than, than humans do, simply because humans are spirits in a body having a human experience. And so we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to close my eyes, cover them over with my hands so I can see the pictures in my head better. And I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Sweet Home, Alabama. I'm in Birmingham and then head up to you in North Carolina. And then from you, I'm going to go to your horse. So what do you call your horse? Willie. Willie. All right. So I'm going to connect from you to Willie. I'm sure you, I, I knew you didn't call him Firewater Will every time you addressed him. So. Uh, hey, Firewater yeah. Will, come here. Yeah. So Willie. All right. So here we yeah. go. Laser beam. Got you. Got him. All right. What is going on? He's got, it's a, it's a um, ENT thing going on, especially on the right side, the Eustachian tube. And I don't know what they call it on a horse. But the Eustachian tube going to his ear has is somewhat clogged. So what I'm watching happen is I'm watching it get, for lack of a better word, roto-rootered. You know what a corkscrew looks like? Mm-hmm. There's an energetic corkscrew that's going through that ear and in through his Eustachian tube. So he feels like he's got something in his head. In his ear mm-hmm. is what he's doing. Almost like there's, you wouldn't be able to see it with the naked eye, but if a, if a vet, what's that called, an otoscope that they use on mm-hmm. humans, you know, that little thing they mm-hmm. put in your ear and then they can shine mm-hmm. a light and they can see in there. Um, so that's what I'm getting. Let me check the other side. It's the right side. Does he seem to be favoring the right side? Um, I can't, I Maybe, but I'm not going to say emphatically no. I mean, it, it's just a good shake, both side, you know, but side to side. Okay, I think it's an ENT thing. I'm getting that it would make sense for you to to take him to have your vet look at him mm-hmm. for that. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't see an infection with him, Amelda, but mm-hmm. I do see mm-hmm. it clogged. It almost looks like. It would be the equivalent of our earwax, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. how humans get mm-hmm. a wax buildup. Have you ever had that mm-hmm. with any of your horses in their ears before? No, I haven't. 
Okay. Have you ever right. heard of that? I don't even. I don't know about horses. I don't even know if it exists. But that's what I'm yeah. <laughs> Anything can exist with a horse. There's no question about that. But that's a new one, and it's only, you know. I mean, yes. I, I yeah, horses are so uh, unique, and nothing ever surprises me. And just because I haven't had the problem before means nothing. It just means I haven't had it yet. <laughs> I'm getting that it just needs to be irrigated. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when people get buildup of yeah. wax in their mm-hmm. ear and they irrigate it and they get all that yeah. goop out of there. Right. And, and I that can wax see sand up. being in there because they roll in the sand. And he yeah. likes to dig his head into the sand when he rolls. So I can okay. certainly see that. There's stuff in there and it just needs to be irrigated. I don't see an infection. Okay. Great. Okay. And then the other uh, question is, I just uh, bought new equipment for him um, Uh as far as a a new saddle and just uh, been trying to evaluate whether this saddle fits his back well and if he likes it. I get a no on both. (laughs) And I'm sure you paid a lot of money for that saddle. Uh But uh, he's telling me it's uncomfortable. I'm not getting that it fits his back well. Okay, so what's the fleecy kind of fuzzy stuff that you put down before you put the saddle on him? What's the saddle that pad. Saddle, saddle pad. pad. Something mm-hmm. real basic. The saddle pad. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm getting that the one that you're using needs to be thicker on him with mm-hmm. that saddle, and that will help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me ask the question, if Amilda uses a thicker saddle pad on her horse, Willie, with the new saddle, will it be more comfortable for him? Yes. Will he mind it? No. So look into that. I would think those mm-hmm. would be less expensive than a saddle. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they're, I know everything's oh, very yeah. pricey with horses, but um, you may want to try something like that uh and see if it makes a difference. Or if you okay. have another one, use that. And hopefully yeah. that can that can help. Okay? Absolutely. So I hope those okay. help. Let us, let us know yeah. what the vet said. She, my future daughter-in-law, she was closer, I'd send her over. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be wonderful. Well, thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate You're welcome. that. All righty. Thank Thanks you. for calling in. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Alrighty, our next caller is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello, I am so excited to be speaking to you. I'm so excited to be speaking to you. <laughs> Where are you calling us from? I am from California, and Southern California, so it's actually quite warm here today. I'm wearing a tank top. Where are you in Southern California? Um, it's about an hour north of Los Angeles. Called <laughs> Lancaster. Oh yeah, all right. I lived. I used to live in Lake Village, so I, okay. I know. Yeah, so I didn't know if you were north going towards Santa Barbara or north heading no. up the five. So, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay, well, you got a question for me? Yes, I do. Um, okay. There's been a man that I've known for several years now, and I've been yeah. told by. Uh, several other psychics that we share um, soulmate energy between us. Okay. And I wasn't sure if we were supposed to be together or why we are in each other's lives. Um, 
and I've seen such a, a like a long string of synchronicities that are undeniable, mm-hmm. and signs pointing towards him supposedly, you know, supposed to be in my life when I ask for guidance and direction. But I, I, we're not together, and I'm no, I don't know what the reason is why this person's in my life. Okay, do you want to be with him? Yes, I do, but <laughs> yes. It's not happening at the moment. Yes, it's not. Okay, all right. Here's the deal with soulmates. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks that soulmates are our romantic partners and there's only one mm-hmm. for us in life and all that, and that's a bunch mm-hmm. of nonsense, right? Yeah. It's been created like by the movie business and by the publishing industry to sell books mm-hmm. and movies, tickets, okay? Mm -hmm. Everybody in our life is a soulmate. Everybody. Even Mm -hmm. people that you talk to at the grocery store or Mm -hmm. a teacher or whomever, they're all soulmates. And we play different roles. So as far as this man... Well, I'm Uh, calling because I'm trying to find out what I'm supposed to learn or what are we supposed to learn from each other or, you know, trying to clarify that in some way. Well, I guess my question to you is, are you looking for somebody who's a mate that you're going to be thrilled with or are you only looking to be a, to be in a relationship with this guy? Um, I both. I haven't really thought of it because I, I haven't really. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what the reason is. There might be something I need to learn from him or he needs to learn from me. So I maybe, 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 I, I don't, I'm not getting maybe, <laughs> maybe he's in your life. And this thought just came into my head because mm-hmm. he may or may not be your, who you're supposed to be with. So here's, mm-hmm. uh, here's, here's a little trick <laughs> that you can use. Okay. We give out vibrations. Our, we have an mm-hmm. energy field, and an energy field looks like a halo or an aura. Have you ever seen a picture of maybe a yeah. halo around Jesus or the Virgin Mary or a saint or somebody mm-hmm. like that? Well, that's how a lot of tests are done. You can have a imaging test done, like EEGs, when they do your brain waves, they're measuring your energy field basically, to get mm-hmm. the results from your brainwave. So we all give off vibes. You know, when you meet mm-hmm. somebody and you think, oh, that guy feels creepy, or you meet somebody else and yeah. you think, oh, you know, we really hit it off. Yeah. Okay. It's a vibe that we all give off. So we can control what kind of vibe we give off by our thoughts and also how we feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to get really clear on what you want in a partner, in a Mm -hmm. romantic partner. And instead of, you know how affirmations say, I'm in a, I'm in a a wonderful romantic relationship, blah, 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 blah. And people say, okay, you need to read that every day. And then you think, well, that's nonsense. I'm not in a relationship. The vibe you're sending out is no relationship. Because you don't I'm believe, you don't believe. So exactly, you wanna you okay. wanna say, I'm in the process of creating mm-hmm. the ideal romantic partner in mm-hmm. my life, or the ideal husband, or the ideal boyfriend, or you know, fill in mm-hmm. the blanks. 
Because when you say I'm in the process of creating it, you can believe that. And then yeah. that's, that's going to give off a positive vibe, which is going to attract the ideal man to you. Likewise, when you go out with somebody and there are things you're not really crazy about, about that guy, just say, I'm in the process of creating the ideal person. And mm-hmm. it helps you clarify what you want. But if you go and you call all your girlfriends and you say, oh, my God, you won't believe what this guy did on our date, mm-hmm. creating more of what you're talking about. Does that make sense? So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I was just wondering about this one person because when they do ask my guides or whatever, I get completely clarifying that are completely undeniable. So I was just wondering why is this person, this specific person in my life, I'm not saying that we're supposed to be together romantically, even though I would like it. I'm just trying to figure out why is there a reason for this person to be in my life? I think, I think it's going to become evident to you as you go along. And, <laughs> oh, no. and you're trying really hard um, to figure it out. But honestly... Yes. <laughs> You're not getting okay. the answer, so you're not supposed to know at this time. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. So I know that's frustrating. So, again, you're giving out that frustrating vibe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. how, about, how about switch it to, um, do you have a good, friendly relationship with him? Somewhat, yes. Okay. So focus on that. Mm-hmm. He's fun to okay. be with. He's, I, I enjoy his company, whatever. That's going to totally okay. change what your vibe is that you're giving out. It's not going to negate the good stuff that you feel. All right. Okay. So if you have mm-hmm. 10 positive and 10 mm-hmm. negative, then you got zero attraction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So focus on the positive stuff, but focus on stuff that you believe and pay attention to how it feels. And the yeah. God, you know the they say that law of attraction thing with the universe, it it doesn't know any differently if it's true, if it's not mm-hmm. true, if it's our imagination, if we're dreaming it up, whatever. It's mm-hmm. just going to respond to what the vibe is that we put out. Does that help? Yes, it does. Okay, all right. And when I ask the question, <laughs> why is Elizabeth in a relationship with this guy? If the answer I get is to figure out what you want. <laughs> so oh. there are parts, so I get from that, there are parts of him yeah. that you really enjoy and there are parts of him that you really don't enjoy. I, and so focus on everything. the ones. Okay. <laughs> but there are some things, there are some, there are mm-hmm. some things in there that are not, you know, on a scale from one to 10, they're not 10 to 15, mm-hmm. right? Maybe so, I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. So, so keep this might be to lead me to someone else. It then might. Like be. A, I think it's going to help you clarify what what you want. I'm so confused. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, clarify. Oh, what thank you. Want. Okay. Thanks for calling. Good <laughs> thank luck. you. Bye bye. All righty. Our next caller is Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you, Julie? It's been a couple of, couple of months, but um, I wanted to speak with you tonight. Um, I know you've spoken to my sister in the past, Nancy, and um, she had done a body scan for my mom, Anne, 
and I was hoping you could do another scan tonight. Um, she's definitely getting closer and closer um, to the end and just wanted to get an idea how many spirits are at her feet now, what transi- sure. transition is that. Sure, sure. Beth, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from San Jose. All righty. Terrific. Okay. And remind me what your mom's name is. Anne. Anne. Okay. And your sister's name then? Nancy. Nancy. All right. Okay. Got to get all these these names straight. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect with you, Beth, Mm -hmm. in San Jose, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to connect from you to your mom, and then we'll see what see what's going on with her. I do remember scanning her before. Yes. So I don't remember what phase she was in though. Do you remember? She was in, um, when I had asked the first time she was in seven and then when Nancy had called, she said, you said it was like, I think nine. Okay. So it's been a couple of weeks. And like I said, we've noticed a huge difference in her behavior and her health. So Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, my laser beam, mm-hmm. and from you to your mom. And mm-hmm. let's see what I can go. Okay. Here goes my laser beam heading out to you. And San Jose got you, got your mom. Okay. She's in phase 10. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about for those of you who are first time listeners is the 12 phases of transition is what Beth and I are talking about here. And if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see a a tab that says the 12 phases of transition, and it has a bunch of graphics on it. And it's the different phases that we go through as we're dying. And we can go through them, Beth, really quickly, or Mm -hmm. like in an instant death or in something that's a, you know, Somebody dies mm-hmm. really quickly, or it can stretch out over days, weeks, months. And mm-hmm. um, in your mom's case, she's in phase 10, which what that looks like is her spirit is hanging on to the top of her head. It looks like a bubble, like in a cartoon caption where the, mm-hmm. where the character's thoughts or words are normally in a mm-hmm. cartoon. She has guardian angels on either side of that bubble that is attached to the top of her head and a vortex has started to form above her head. And what that's going to do is that's going to create an upward pull to help her spirit evacuate from her body. And she also has a line of angels that's in a really mild horseshoe at her feet. Her parents' spirits are at her feet and then many, many other family and friends' spirits are there as well. And I call them the Welcome to Heaven Committee. So they're all there to, you know, to greet all of us when we go. Um, there are three questions you may remember that I always ask, mm-hmm. Beth. And the first one is, are you ready to go? She's telling me no. Mm-hmm. Are you in pain? Yes. She's telling me she's in pain. And what do you need, my family? Which is pretty typical. Um, and that's mm-hmm. probably what she said last time is my guess. Yeah. We ask, I ask her all the time if she's in pain and she says no. I mean, it's like the okay. one thing is the yeah. one thing she responds to, but she's getting less and less responsive, like within the last week. Uh-huh. Um, you know, between my sister and I, we're almost one of us is there like every day. And, yeah. um, you know, we were comparing notes last night and I said, I'm going to give Julie a call and see where she's at. But um, oh. I was actually thought that 
she would be further than 10, to be honest. Well, and, but, and I've seen people that stay in phase 11 for almost a year. It's mm. just, we all decide when we go, how we go, and what the circumstances are and who's with us. So I think I have probably mentioned to you before, but I'm going to mention it again. Mm-hmm. If you're not with her, it's okay. Because she's going to have, sometimes people will not have anybody with them. My Mima did that. Six weeks right. shy of 100. We were all with her. We didn't even know she was dying. And I left her. I was going maybe a half an hour and she checked out. I was like, what? What are you doing? But she did. So Well, I my think- brother had come out to visit and mm-hmm. um, from the East Coast, and we mm-hmm. all thought, okay, well, she's waiting for him, you know, to mm-hmm. say goodbye to him, because that's mm-hmm. what my father did when he left. He said, you know, he asked if, our, if my sister and I were with him, being, you know, he's on the East Coast and we'd be on the West, and he said to my brother, are they on their way? And they said, my mom said, yeah, they're on their way. And then he died the next morning before we got there. So we all thought, okay, she's going to do the same thing. You know, she's waiting to see her son, her baby son, who's 63. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) you know, you know, it's always, but no, I mean, she just like comes alive when she sees him, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. Um, And we didn't get that reaction this time. And we're all, all of us are in agreement. All three siblings are thinking, okay, this, this is definitely it. So that's why I just wanted to get a scan done and see what's going on. But well, um, and, and she can progress really quickly too from here. You just don't yeah. know. You just yeah. don't know. It, She's definitely afraid though, because she just gets that stare, you know, when they start doing that stare when like, you know, um, it's the other day and she just was not like she kept, kept kicking me in the butt when I would bend over. And I thought, so I said, oh, what are you kicking me in the butt for? You know, making jokes, try- nothing. I didn't get any smiles or giggles or anything. And then she tried to do it again. And then I realized so I made another joke. I'm like, my, you trying to kick my big butt, you know? And then I realized she's been trying to get, she's very agitated and she's trying to get out of bed or just get out of the wheelchair or just, she just gets really agitated and pulling the oxygen out of her nose and just yeah. different, you know, different, um, than what we're used to. So, do you have hospice anyway, involved? Beth? We do. Hospice has been involved. In fact, um, two weeks ago, they were going to graduate her um, again, and then like a couple of days later, they were like, "No, we're we're keeping her on." And now they were going back and saying, "You know, maybe we need to get a hospital bed." And we said, "Yeah, but if you get the hospital bed and she graduates hospice, then she's without a bed." You know, so we're going through all this stuff right now, and everybody's kind of like. Yeah. You know, it's a guessing game, right? And you don't want to rush them, but at the same time, it's like you want to make them as comfortable as possible, and um, it's just difficult. So we're all just kind of trying to get things, put our personal things in order so we're ready when we need to go back east. So, um, because we're going to be sparing her with my dad, so we'll be shipping the body. So we're trying to be realistic about it and plan as much as you can. You know, so. Right, right. Anyway. Two things. First of all, hospice mm-hmm. should be able to help her with meds to control that agitation. That's very common. Okay. Number one. So ask them about that. And yeah. number two, the staring thing is very common as well near the end. And mm-hmm. it's like they're, they're not able to focus. 
right. as much is was right. my experience with my loved ones at the end. Right. And it's freaky because you're thinking, what the heck are you? I know, at? right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then you wonder, but, is it dementia or is it is it the end? You know, it's not. And have you had a chance to read my book yet? I haven't, but Nancy's finished it and she's supposed to give it to me. <laughs> okay, perfect. That will that will help a lot because okay. you'll get a lot of information from that about what I went through uh, with my mom. And then there are several stories in there that are really heartwarming about other okay. people with whom I've worked. But the other thing is if she starts to talk about deceased loved ones in the room, mm-hmm. like her mom or your dad or whomever, um, mm-hmm. most people think, oh, you know, grandma's really not, she's, she's losing her mind or, or mm-hmm. dementia setting it. It's not. They're able to see spirits in the room. And mm-hmm. it's because it's like they're straddling different realities. They got one foot in this human reality and one foot in the non-physical and the spirit reality. So just talk to her about it. She may answer you. She may not. But She's seeing what she says she's seeing if she starts into that. I have that so many times with well, people. She's getting less and the thing is, too, is that we noticed that she's getting less and less vocal. But yeah. before, like two weeks ago, I went to visit her and she's doing the staring thing and she stares at the ceiling. I love uh-huh. this ceiling. Who, who are you looking at, Mom? And she would come out and she would say, you know, Eugene. And I'm like, my uncle, you know, Uncle Eugene? She's like, yeah. So she's yeah. So, you she know, my book. Yeah, and you know, my sister and I are totally we we kind of get it. You know what I mean? Like we're, we we yeah. understand, we believe that this is spirits and all this other stuff. So, you know. Anyway, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you doing the scan. You I'll are let you go. so welcome. Okay, read my book; it'll help. Angelic attendance, everybody, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna give you a bunch of comfort too as you go through okay. this. Okay, Thank you so thanks much. for calling. Have a great day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, we do this show, everybody, every Thursday night. It's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a bunch of different places. First of all, on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. On the homepage, if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see it. Secondly, wherever you download your podcasts and listen to them, it's in the show notes for every podcast. So you can reference it there. It's also in my blog, 
and I send a, a little blog out every Thursday morning, and you can sign up for it on my website. Again, AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see a button there. You just put in your first name and your email address. And uh, it's never sold, by the way, to anybody. I'm the only one that uses it. And uh, it'll be a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I'll answer it. But also a reminder about the call-in informations on there. I post on Instagram and also on Facebook both under Ask Julie Ryan. So uh, friend me on Facebook and uh, and you'll see, I'll post the day of the show and I'll say, okay, here's the call-in numbers. And then we're on YouTube now. I'm on YouTube, which all this information's on YouTube as well. So no excuse for not calling in, you guys. Call in and join us. It's a lot of fun. Speaking of questions that were submitted online, here's one from Kelly and Kelly lives in Saline, Michigan. And she said, hi, Julie, I've heard you help others with pets on your podcast, so I'm hoping you can give me some advice on mine. My big orange kitty, Nelson, isn't that a great name? Nelson is about 15 and a half years old. He's had various skin conditions throughout his life, and now he has a growth a little smaller than the size of a dime on his chin. It doesn't seem to bother him too much other than it may be a bit itchy. The vet is assuming it's a tumor and has recommended that we laser it off. However, she's also advised it could very well grow back and potentially be more aggressive. Can you please scan Nelson and let me know what you see and if removing the tumor is the best course of action? And here's my response. Hi, Kelly. In order to get some information for you, I first energetically connected to you and from you to Nelson. He is very cute. The growth on Nelson's chin looks like a sebaceous cyst to me. Although the surface area is the size of a dime, it has a conical shape that goes to a point inside. It reminded me, if you've ever seen a, a, a graphic or ever had a planter's wart on the bottom of your foot and you you get that thing out, it, it, it looks like a cone and the wide end of the cone is on the surface of the skin and it goes down almost to a point inside the, the tissue and that's what it looks like on Nelson to me. I went on to say, in addition, the cyst looks to be filled with sebum, a waxy paste-like substance comprised of keratin, a protein found in skin and hair. I believe it's in Nelson's best interest to have the cyst removed. And at this time, I don't get, that means I, when I ask the question, I got a no, I don't get it will grow back. Hope this helps, and please give my best to Nelson. I love that name I, for a cat. I think that's hilarious. So with that, let's go back to the phones and see who our next caller is. I believe it's Jackie. Hi, Jackie. How, How are you, Miss Julie? I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I could be better. Part of the reason why I'm calling in to ask for some advice. Yeah. Um, I'm just recently, I feel like ever since the start of the new year, I've been in like a funk. Um, we've talked about this before. I've had some struggles with anxiety and depression in the past, and they haven't really come up recently. And now I feel like... Just, I feel like I'm just in like a foggy haze, and I don't okay. really know how to how to escape that. So okay. that's why I'm wondering if you can, if you know anything, or you can give me any tips or see what's sure. wrong. Sure, sure, sure. Where are you calling us from, Jackie? 
Uh, New Jersey. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar, and I'm going to do a medical scan on you real fast, and let me see if I can pick up anything that's going on. The first thing that comes to my mind is the weather's been so cold that you've probably been inside most of the time. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And and when we don't get sunlight, it affects our moods. So I look like the abominable snow woman when I go out for my walks when it's really cold. I put tons of layers on, but I want that sunlight. On a sunny day, I don't go out when it's weather's really nasty. Yeah, and, you know. But but if it's sunny, even if it's cold, I'm outside because I want that sunlight because it deal it really helps eliminate depression. The other thing with the light, especially in the winter, is you may want to look into getting the full-spectrum light bulbs, and you can put them in your vanity or or if you have lights in your house that you're under. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I have full-spectrum bulbs in my office that I sit under. I have a ceiling fan with a light on it. It's a fancy light. It's crystal. It has like this crystal globe. You know, most ceiling okay. lights are kind of scary looking, but mine's really pretty. <laughs> but it's full spectrum. So look into that. You can get them, you know, look for them on Amazon. You can have them delivered. But okay. here we go. Here comes my laser beam. All right, got you. Yeah, I yeah, I get some depression energy here going on with you, girl. All right. Yeah. So depression energy looks like kind of a brownish, grayish fog. And what I'm doing, and it's all over your body. It's like in my head, I can see a hologram of you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to force it out the top of your head mm-hmm. where I was just talking with Beth about how the spirit exits the body at the top of the head. When I'm, when I'm helping with healings, when I'm helping force depression or viruses or bacterial infections or whatever, they always go out through the top of the head energetically. It's bizarre. I can't tell mm-hmm. you why. It just must be where that's an opening is. Um, so I'm forcing that out. Okay. What I'm getting is for you in the short run, do you take any omega-3 supplements? No. Okay. How about D, vitamin D3? Mm-mm. Okay. I want you to go to the store. You can get these at the drugstore at CVS or Walgreens or the grocery store, wherever. Yeah. And I want you to, I want you to take 4,000. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I think it's, I use, it's on the front of the bottle of omega three and it's fish oil. comes yeah. in capsules. You want to mm-hmm. get the purified and you want to get the burpless. Okay? okay. And nature made makes one that I like because it doesn't taste fishy and it's purified to get the mercury out of it out of it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to I want you to take four thousand omega three. I want you to eat avocados okay. and eat wild salmon. Maybe okay. at least once a week. Okay. Don't eat the farm salmon. I want you to eat the mm-hmm. wild salmon. Wild caught salmon. And then for D three, I also want you to take four thousand um I use or whatever that is. It's probably milligrams on there. Of vitamin D3? Vitamin D3. Vitamin D3. And that's going to... Psychologists and psychiatrists have found great results in treating anxiety and depression. And they've found if they use D3 and omega-3, it has 
a really similar, if not better, effect than the antidepressants in a lot of cases. What they found with their studies, the ones that I've read, I've read several on this lately, is that the, um, it's very common for people with depression and anxiety symptoms to be low in, in uh, omega-3s and D3. So give that a try. It's inexpensive. Do the light thing, and I think you're going to feel a whole lot better. Okay, awesome. I okay. really hope I really hope that it works too. I'll definitely keep you updated. Okay, thanks. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you so much. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Our next caller, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great, thanks. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Austin, Texas. Oh, good. Well, what's happening down there? You guys are over the deep freeze, right? Yeah, we're still kind of cold for Austin, but yeah, as far as the deep freeze, yeah, we we broke out <laughs> of the out of the freezing the freezing point today, so that was at least a little break. Good. So. Well, good. And we're supposed to be back up to like 75 this weekend, so. Perfect. You go ahead and get a suntan, girl. Exactly. Um, Okay, so um, I missed a step on New Year's Eve and tore up my ankle a little bit, so I'm in a boot. Um, Wanted to see what you can uh, find from it. It's on my left ankle. Okay. Let me... See, so have you had it X-rayed or have you had a had it MRI? X-rayed? There was no, right. there was no breaks. Um, okay, All and right. I've got it, um, got it on my radar. Okay, so when I see torn ligaments, as the body is healing, what I see reminds me of a ball of yarn. Believe it or not. Okay. Which okay. is, I've just been doing this for 25 years. So sometimes when I see visuals, I've just seen them enough that I know what they represent. And the ball of yarn is a bunch of little, well, it's, it's one, it's a bunch of little strands of ligaments. And they're very thin and they're kind of a royal blue color. Okay. When I see them in a ball of yarn, what resembles a ball of yarn to me, it's the body trying to heal itself. And what I've done in the past, Stacey, is I've tried to unravel that ball of yarn and it just comes back. So I've learned to to leave it alone. So Mm -hmm. what I'm, what I'm watching happen though, is I'm what, is it still swelling? That's a little bit swollen, but not like it was. Right, right. I'm still seeing some inflammation. Mm-hmm. in there, especially around, if I look at you from the side and your ankles in the middle, around where the ankle bone is, mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. see some swelling. So I'm working on getting that down. I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy. And let me see, I'm not seeing any breaks um, with it. I'm getting that you've you've torn some ligaments. But, okay. you know, like the ropes that are used to dock a boat, those big mm-hmm. twisted ropes. And you may have seen in a picture or a movie or something where it's starting to come apart and some of the strands of the rope are are broken, but most of the rope is still intact. Does that make sense? That's yeah. what I'm seeing with your ankle. So you've torn some ligaments, but most of them are still intact. Okay. So, uh, 
you're going to heal from this. What I'm watching happen is a healing where the ones that are torn, and some of them are not completely torn, Stacy, but they're shredded. Mm-hmm. Those are being sewn back together. So okay. this is an energetic healing that I'm watching happen and happening. And, um, and it's interesting because the ones that are torn are right above, right below the surface. So on that ball of yarn, there's some that are intact and then there's some below that are not intact. And then below them, there are some that are intact, almost like the ones that are intact are holding together the ones that aren't. They're supporting. Does that make sense? They're supporting the that ones does make sense. Yeah. that aren't intact. So, um, so I'm getting, you probably are going to need to stay in that boot for another four to six weeks to heal. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and it, you've probably been told this by your orthopedist, but it takes longer to heal torn ligaments than broken bones. Oh, yes. I've heard, yeah. I've heard that before and just, yeah. Thought I would call and check and see see kind of where I was with it. So right, right. I think you're healing. I you know I don't see as much inflammation as I'm sure was there initially. The thing that I'm getting to caution you about is to be sure that your level. So be sure that on your other foot, on your right foot, you're wearing enough of a a wedge or a, a mm-hmm. heel or tennis shoes or something that's going to mimic the height on your other foot with the boot on it because you're going to be throwing out your hip and some other, perhaps your back, just because you're going to be walking, you know, kind of lopsided. Walking, walking cattywampus. Yep. That's right. I got that. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So right. I hope that helps and I hope you heal quickly. Well, thanks, Julie. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks for calling. All right. Uh, Take thanks. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, our next caller is Melda. Hi, Melda. Hi, Julie. How are you? Oh, I'm just doing kind of okay. Well, terrific. Where are you it's calling It's raining from? out here, and we need the rain, so it's not quite as cold as you guys are. Yeah. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from California, Danville. Okay. All right. So what's going on that I can, how may I help you? Well, I just wondered if you could do a scan on me and see um, what's going on with my bronchial tubes. It just seems like I'm doing a lot of coughing. Um, I have been put on inhalers and... um, it's just sometimes that I almost can't stop the cough. Oh, um, and then I that's exhausting. Yeah, oh. I just wondered what's happening and why is it still lingering on? Okay, is it worse? At, it's probably worse at night too. It usually is, right? Oh yes, much worse. Yeah. So are you, you're probably exhausted because you're not getting a lot of sleep. Okay. All right. What am I do? Let me. Let me get my radar. Let me get you on my radar. Here comes my laser beam coming out to you. Okay, got you. Oh, yeah, girl. You are, ooh, you got some serious inflammation in those lungs. All right, let me get that calmed down. Inflammation, everybody, looks to me like red fog, but it's dry, and I see it over body parts. So in, in Melda's case, it's over her lungs. So like fog, when you're driving down the road and it's foggy at night, you can't, you don't have good visibility because it blocks 
kind of the view of where you're going. Same with this inflammation fog. So Melda, what I'm going to do is I'm going to apply anti-inflammation energy to get that fog down and that red inflammation. And let me see what's going on. You got a viral infection. What? Uh, so, um, What's the doctor saying? Obviously, you've been to the doctor if they've given you inhalers. Well, I have, and I'm taking the inhalers, which I really don't like doing. Um, yeah. But it just momentarily helps me. And then, yeah, sure. And then the next day I do it again. So, um, okay. I so just, what I'm what I'm doing is what you heard me talk about before, which is I'm. Um, this is a healing. I'm forcing the virus out through the top of your head. And uh, so I'm watching this. Viral infections are kind of brown-ish. They look like, they remind me of really thin, watery beef broth. They're just, they have that kind of a consistency. Whereas bacterial infections look to me like hot pink. They're almost a fuchsia color. You do not have a bacterial infection. You've got a viral infection. And so let's get this out. Yeah, your little bronchi, bronchi, whatever, bronchi, 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 I think they call them, are really inflamed. Poor baby. All right, let me get those calmed down with, again, with anti-inflammatory energy. So it's almost like I've removed the fog part. Now I'm removing the viral part, and underneath that I can see the the actual body part. Okay, so now your lungs are being filled with sparkly energy, Melda, which is going to help you heal faster. Let's okay. get some some practical points of what you can do. Vitamin C and zinc. You heard me talk about that a lot. Ester C is what I like. E S T E R C. It's like the woman's name without the H. Ester C. Take a thousand milligrams three times a day and then take 50 milligrams of zinc with it. It's an amazingly powerful immune booster. And that's pretty much all you can do when you have a viral infection. Your immune system has to make you better. This will just really jump charge it, okay? It's like, you know, turbo jets on on the immune system. The reason I like the ester C, Melda, is because it's buffered. So it's not acidic on the stomach. It's going to be easier on your stomach. Um, If you start to get the runs from taking that much vitamin C, back off twice a day. But I recommend that you take that combo, the ester C and the zinc, three times a day till you're better. The zinc is three times a day too? Yes, take them, take them together. Take them together. The zinc is really, it just is a rocket booster for the okay. immune system. And there's all kinds of research that's been done to the point where patients now in the hospital with sepsis, a lot of times they're treating them with vitamin C and zinc IVs and they'll usually hmm. give them steroids too. And they're curing it when, you know, all oh. the antibiotic resistant drugs and stuff aren't working. And mm. sepsis is the biggest killer of people in the hospital in the U.S. Yeah. And they're having amazing luck with vitamin C and zinc IVs. Oh, so, I'm so glad they're doing something because I just had a good friend of mine pass away from from that after just no, a very sorry. outpatient. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. 
So try yeah. that and um, and feel better and, and let us know how you're doing. Okay. Okay. That's Thanks fantastic. for calling, Thank Melda. You. Take okay. care. Bye-bye. And our next caller is Miss Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for taking my call. So you bet. Um, yeah, I had a little mishap. I, I went to get a, a massage this week, and I thought I was doing something good for myself for the first time in a couple of years, and I told her to please be careful of the left toe area where I had the hairline fracture for the past two years, and I just got out of the boot for a month, and she forgot, and she said, oh, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting, and she had pulled on it a couple of times, so it got really inflamed a couple of days ago, and I started you know, wearing the boot again because it's the only thing that keeps the pain away, so I just wondered if you could shoot some of your great energy into it. I know you have your anti-inflammatory energy and I guess yeah ask if you see how long I should wear the boot or how you know sure. how quickly I can get this calmed down <laughs> so sure oh, sure crazy. I'm so sorry oh yeah. please tell everybody where you're calling from San Francisco Bay Area all right let me let me get you on my radar and Thank uh, you. let's see what's going on okay laser beam coming from Sweet Home Alabama heading to California uh Two songs, right? Sweet home, Alabama, and <laughs> California, here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go. When I was in school at Ohio State, um, that was one of the songs that they always played when Ohio State was coming out to the Rose Bowl, usually to play USC. Oh, They'd play uh-huh. that California, here we come song all the time <laughs> on the radio. Okay, got you. Okay, yeah, it's really inflamed, Melda. Holy moly. Good yeah. heavens. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just from the massage, crazy. <laughs> you didn't kick her or anything, right? No, no. I still tipped her. I, I, I still tipped her the regular tip because I, you know, figured she was doing the wish kid. But oh. oh, okay. It looks like those TV commercials with an ingrown toenail. You know where they had a cartoon. Do you, you know those mm-hmm. animated ones where they'd be really mm-hmm. inflamed and everything? That toe mm-hmm. looks like that. It reminds me of those TV commercials that they used to have. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Anti-inflammatory energy coming on it. Okay, it's soft tissue. Is what is what happened. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just. It's just soft tissue, yeah. so it's going to heal weird. fast. Uh, Does it say how long I should wear the boot for? Uh, I get a week at this okay. point. Um, okay. But also, like Wait. what I was saying to Stacy, be mm-hmm. sure that you got. Be sure that you're level. Yes, yes, I know because the hip. Yeah, I did have trouble with my hip and back before too. So with your the hip. Other, for the month I was on it. So um, yes, okay. Well, thank you so much for for doing that. I really believe it's going to help. So thank you. The other thank thing I you. get is she pulled it out, right? Well, she was just, I don't know, everything, she, she kind of like pulled on it and was like just being rough with it. And I was saying, no, I, you know, I need to be really, really careful on that because I just got out of the boot. <laughs> you know? Right. So. What I get is, she, is when she did that, it, it will benefit you because it was somewhat of an adjustment like you get at a chiropractor. Oh, okay. But it's, it was needing an adjustment, and sometimes when you get adjustments, it can cause some inflammation for a little bit of time. Oh, okay. Um, just because all the muscles and ligaments and stuff have been trying to get, get that aligned properly, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so this one, I think it's going to benefit you. So I think it's, it's a good thing that oh, she good. did it. I'm sorry oh, you're good. in pain. 
But yeah. I think well, I you. think in the long run it's going to be a good thing. Thank okay. you so much. Both of you. You're so welcome. Okay, you too. Thanks <laughs> for calling. Week. Thanks again. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That's it. We are out of time. And I hope you have a terrific week and a and a terrific weekend. That will be here before next week. Please send your questions in online um, to AskJulieRyan.com and I will get to them. And uh, please call in next week. Please go get my book, Angelic Attendance. If you don't have anybody that's dying at the moment, I promise you, you will at some point. And you'll find that this information is really helpful when you're in that situation. Plus, it's just interesting to find out what happens as somebody's dying and, and how angels are there and our deceased loved ones. And furthermore, there are several really heartwarming stories that are pretty amazing. I, I thought they were amazing when I was witnessing them and in the middle of them. So I think you'll enjoy reading about those as well. For those of you who have read my book, thank you. Please go to Amazon and leave a a comment, leave a review, five star, I would appreciate, because it helps other people find the book. And uh, it doesn't really help me that much. But the whole point in writing this book was to bring comfort to others that are going through the the transition of a loved one, or it's really helpful for people who've just lost a loved one as well. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, please go to iTunes and also leave a review of this podcast if you enjoy listening to it. Again, if you'd leave a five-star review, I'd really appreciate it. And uh, again, that helps people find us. And we're distributed on a bunch of outlets, uh, iHeart, iTunes, um, all kinds of Android, Stitcher, on and on and on. I think they're, oh gosh, 40-some outlets that you can get this show on and also on YouTube. So go there as well to download the show. Also, please tell your friends and family about the show and uh, and have them call in. It makes it a lot of fun for all of us as we're learning all this stuff together. I call it the, the woo-woo stuff together. And, um, and uh, schedule your private consults because then we'll have a whole hour to chat. And that's really fun too. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. So thanks for listening, everybody. Have a terrific week and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.